the four powers of the mother are four of her outstanding personalities, portions and embodiments of her divinity through whom she acts on her creatures, orders and harmonizes her creations in the world and directs the working out of her thousand forces. For the mother is one, but she comes before us with different aspects. Many are her powers and personalities, many her emanations and vibhutis that do her work in the universe. the one whom we adore as the mother is the divine conscious force that dominates all existence one and yet so many sided that to follow her movement is impossible even for the quickest mind and for the freest and most vast intelligence. The mother is the consciousness and force of the Supreme and far above all she creates. But something of her ways can be seen and felt through her embodiments and the more seizable because more defined and limited temperament and action of the goddess forms in whom she consents to be manifest to her creature. There are three ways of being of the mother of which you can become aware when you enter into touch of oneness with the conscious force that upholds us and the universe. Transcendent, the original supreme Shakti. She stands above the worlds and links the creation to the ever unmanifest mystery of the Supreme. Universal, the cosmic Mahashakti, she creates all these beings and contains and enters, supports and conducts 
all these million processes and forces, individual, she embodies the power of these two vaster ways of her existence, makes them living and near to us and mediates between the human personality and the divine nature. The one original transcendent Shakti, the Mother, stands above all the worlds and bears in her eternal consciousness the Supreme Divine. Alone, she harbors the absolute power and the ineffable presence. Containing or calling the truths that have to be manifested, she brings them down from the mystery in which they were hidden into the light of her infinite consciousness and gives them a form a force in her omnipotent power and her boundless life and a body in the universe. The Supreme is manifest in her forever as the everlasting Satchitananda manifested through her in the worlds as the one and dual consciousness of Ishwara Shakti and a dual principle of Purusha Prakriti embodied by her in the worlds and the plains and the gods and their energies and figured because of her as all that is in the known worlds and in unknown others. All is her play with the Supreme. All is her manifestation of the mysteries of the eternal, the miracles of the infinite. All is she, for all our parcel and portion of the divine conscious force. Nothing can be here or elsewhere but what she decides and the supreme sanction. Nothing can take shape except what she moved by the supreme perceives and forms. <laughs> 
after casting it into seed in her creating Ananda. The Mahashakti, the Universal Mother, works out whatever is transmitted by her transcendent consciousness from the Supreme and enters into the worlds that she has made. Her presence fills and supports them with the Divine Spirit and the Divine All-Sustaining Force and Delight without which they could not exist. That which we call nature or prakriti is only her most outward executive aspect. She marshals and arranges the harmony of her forces and processes, impels the operations of nature and moves among them secret or manifest in all that can be seen or experienced or put into motion of life. Each of the worlds is nothing but one play of the Mahashakti, of that system of worlds or universe who is there as the cosmic soul and personality of the transcendent mother. Each is something that she has seen in her vision, gathered into her heart of beauty and power and created in her Ananda. But there are many planes of her creation, many steps of the Divine Shakti. At the summit of this manifestation of which we are a part, there are worlds of infinite existence, consciousness, force and bliss over which the Mother stands as the unveiled eternal power. All beings there live and move in an ineffable completeness and unalterable oneness because she carries them safe in her arms forever. Nearer to us are the worlds of a perfect supramental creation in which the Mother is the supramental Mahashakti, a power of divine omniscient will and omnipotent knowledge, 
always apparent in its unfailing works and spontaneously perfect in every process. There, all movements are the steps of the truth. There, all beings are souls and powers and bodies of the divine light. There, all experiences are seas and floods and waves of an intense and absolute ananda. But here where we dwell are the worlds of the ignorance, worlds of mind and life and body separated in consciousness from their source of which this earth is the significant center and its evolution a crucial process. This too, with all its obscurity and struggle and imperfection, is upheld by the Universal Mother. This too is impelled and guided to its secret aim by the Mahashakti. The Mother, as the Mahashakti of this triple world of the ignorance, stands in an intermediate plane between the supramental light the truth life, the truth creation, which has to be brought down here, and this mounting and descending hierarchy of planes of consciousness, that like a double ladder lapse into the nations of matter and climb back again through the flowering of life and soul and mind into the infinity of the spirit. Determining all that shall be in this universe and in the terrestrial evolution by what she sees and feels and pours from her, she stands there above the gods and all her powers and personalities are put out in front of her for the action, and she sends down emanations of them into this lower worlds to intervene, to govern, to battle, 
and conquer, to lead and turn their cycles, to direct the total and the individual lines of their forces. These emanations are the many divine forms and personalities in which men have worshipped her under different names throughout the ages. But also she prepares and shapes through these powers and their emanations, the minds and bodies of her vibhutis, even as she prepares and shapes minds and bodies for the vibhutis of Ishwara, that she may manifest in the physical world and in the disguise of the human consciousness, some ray of her power and quality and presence. All the scenes of the earth play have been like a drama arranged and planned and staged by her, with the cosmic gods for her assistance and herself as a veiled actor. The mother not only governs all from above, but she descends into this lesser triple universe impersonally all things here even the movements of the ignorance are herself in veiled power and her creations in diminished substance her nature body and nature force and they exist because, moved by the mysterious fact of the Supreme to work out something that was there in the possibilities of the infinite, she has consented to the great sacrifice and has put on like a mask the soul and forms of the ignorance. But personally too she has stooped to descend here into the darkness that she may lead it to the light, into the falsehood and error 
that she may convert it to the truth into this death that she may turn it to God-like life into the world of pain and its obstinate sorrow and suffering that she may end it in the transforming ecstasy of her sublime Ananda. In her deep and great love for her children, she has consented to put on herself the cloak of this obscurity, condescended to bear the attacks and torturing influences of the powers of the darkness and the falsehood, born to pass through the portals of the birth that is a death, taken upon herself the pangs and sorrows and sufferings of the creation. Since it seemed that thus alone could it be lifted to the light and joy and truth and eternal life. This is the great sacrifice called sometimes the sacrifice of the Purusha, but much more deeply the Holocaust of Prakriti, the sacrifice of the Divine Mother.